0: This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas, a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say, because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that our Lord Jesus Christ went through to make available to me and you, the things that the Bible says God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has for us, especially when we think about the phenomenal price that God paid to be able to make all those things and opportunities available to us. It's only right that we receive and achieve everything that he has made available to us. When we see that as true, then we have to see the opposite as equally true. That is, it's wrong for us not to do so. It would be wrong as wrong could be for us to not live out the life that Jesus bled and died so that we could have and live. It would be wrong as wrong could be for us to live less of a life than the one that Jesus Christ bled and died to be lived out by you and me. That's why every believer should learn about and be about what we need to be about to make sure that those things are rightfully ours are actually ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 139. This is Rightfully ours. We'll see that God sees clearly in the midst of situations and environments that we would have difficulty seeing. That's if we can see anything at all. God sees clearly in the midst of situations and environments that we would have difficulty seeing. That's if we can see anything at all starting with stanza number seven of Psalms number 139. It says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? And whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy hand shall hold me. I say, surely the darkness shall cover me. Even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. And the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. See, God sees in the midst of darkness as though it was light. God sees in the midst of darkness as though it's light. Because darkness is just like light to God. Darkness is just like light to God. Now, this is important because darkness is just like darkness to you and me. Darkness is a place where you can barely, if ever, see. Darkness is darkness to you and me, but darkness is light to God. And so when he guides us with his eyes, when we standing in the darkness, when we slipping in the darkness, come on up in here. That when we're slipping in the darkness, God said, I'll guide you with my eye and I can see light. I can see darkness just like light. See, the darkness and the light are both alike to God. Now, that's important because there are times in life that we're in darkness about things. Yes, it is. In darkness about what to do. In darkness about where to go. In darkness of what's really happening. About what's really going on. We're in darkness. And sometimes it's even worse that not only are we in darkness, but we think we know where we're going. We think we know what we're doing. And sometimes we be so arrogantly ignorant that we, 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 we proclaim that I already know what I'm doing. And standing in darkness like a mug. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you right now. Too busy talking about me. Praise God. Amen. He ain't too busy talking about me. There's some times we don't know what the heck we're looking at. It's times like that that we need God's counsel. Come on, give me a better amen than that. It's times like that that we need God's counsel. We need help from somebody who can see what we can't see. Because there's sometimes, there's some things that we just can't see. It's times like that that it's good to know that God's guidance is rightfully ours. That we can go to God. And ask God, Lord, what's going on here? What's going on here that I can't see? Do I need to go in this direction? Or is there a trap waiting there for me? Do I need to stay? Do I need to go? I just don't know. Lord, talk to me. And he'll do so. Because God will bring darkness to light to you. See, the, the God, it's times like that that we need to know that this thing is rightfully ours. Because the God who will guide us sees hidden things also. Things that we can't see, he sees. Now that's helpful. Especially dealing with people. Because people can bluff you, fluff you, run game on you, run okie doke on you. Have all kind of hidden agendas. But God can expose all of that and guide you based upon what he sees. Whether he exposes it to you or not is not the most important part. But the most important part is that he'll guide you. Whereas there'll be people that might be even laying traps for you, but God will guide you right past them. And you won't even know that there was a trap ever there waiting on you. Because God will guide you with his eyes. Somebody say, guide me, Lord. Lord. Mm God will guide us because he can see the hidden things. Things we don't even know are there. God sees them clearly. He sees right where they are. That's very helpful. In fact, that's very, very helpful. Turn to Job chapter 12, please. Job was hit with some stuff. He didn't know what the heck was going on. (laughs) He said, yet well, I still praise thee. I don't know what the heck is going on, but I'm going to praise thee. Job chapter 12. He says an awesome thing about God that we need to know about God. So that we can know that this guidance that He's going to guide us with His own eye is very, very valuable and very, very important. Job chapter twelve, verse twenty-two. Here's what the Word of the Lord said to me and you: It said, "He discovereth deep things out of darkness, and bringeth out to light the shadow of death." Look at that. He discovered deep things out of darkness. There's some stuff going on in darkness that are deep. There's some stuff that's that's in darkness that's just deep. If you you saw it, you'd be like, now that's deep. But God said, I see it. You don't see it because it's hidden to you. I see it clearly and I know exactly what's up. And I can tell you what to do. And he can bring out to the light the shadow of death, that death that's lurking there for you. God can be able to do that for you. See, God discovers deep things out of darkness and brings out stuff that we don't even see. He'll show it to you and me so that it can be discovered because God discovered it and he'll show it to you and me. That word discover right there also translates discloses and uncovers, discloses and uncover. Well, God, there are some horrible things that are lurking in darkness that we can't even see. Mm-hmm. Horrible things that could be experienced by you and me that we just can't see. But he can see. And God said, I can guide you, seeing what you can't see. Now, Satan has traps set up for us, ambushes set in place for us, and things designed to be able to distract us and sidetrack us that lurk in the darkness at all times. He has things, traps that are set up for you and me, that they're covered over, you just can't see. And then you'll be walking thinking, hey, look at that and then you'll step right in it and step right in the middle of that. He has distractions set up for you and me, sidetracks set up for you and me that look like that they are opportunities of, that are made available by God to you and me. But no, they wasn't. They were designed to be distractions to you, to side, designed to sidetrack you because Satan had watched you, had paid attention to you, saw what you was gullible to, saw what you would fall to, hook, line, and sinker, and he set it up for you so that you can be able to sink into the darkness, Father. Get further off track from what God had in store for you. And lay back and push back what God had planned for you. While you chasing everything outside of what he had for you. Saying it's God. Testifying this Saturday night line. Sunday night line too, man. This is God. God gave me this job. Oh, Amen. amen. I'm not saying nothing about a job. Now hurry up. I'm going to hurry up and say that. Praise God. Before you go quit today. That's not what I'm saying. Praise God. But you better know it's God. That's all I'm talking about. Especially when you got a call of God on your life. Amen. Let's just move on past that right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because old folk used to say, everything that glitters, oh, y'all talk to old folk. Amen. But was you listening? That's the question. Because a lot of us be like, ooh, it's shiny. (laughs) Ooh, it's pretty. Ooh, it can get me out of the crap I'm in. No, God will get you out of the crap that you're in. Put your trust in him. Amen. Anyway, Satan got all kinds of stuff set up for us. Satan has traps set for us, ambushes set up for us in places that we don't even know. Things that are designed to distract us and sidetrack us that lurk in darkness that we can't even see. In fact, that's what he's banking on. He's banking on that you'll never see it until it's too late. Never see it until he has you and he already got you laid, fricassee seed on his plate because he's seeking whom he may devour. But I got good news. And that's that all the horrible things that are laying wait for you and me will be avoided by you and me. If we would just receive the godly counsel and guidance that God is providing you and me, if we just receive it. Then we won't ever experience these things that Satan already got set up for me and you. We'll never experience the horrible things that he got laying there waiting on me and you. Every trap will be stepped around. Every ambushed will will be frustrated. Praise God. Whereas if he's sitting there waiting to ambush you and you're not there. Why? Because God guided you another place, other than where you other than where he had planned for you to be. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? That's powerful. Turn to Job. 26, please. Job chapter 26. Anybody here love the Lord? We got something in common. Praise God. God love you too. And he wants to save you from some of the hurt, harms, and difficulties that you would be running into if you don't let him counsel you like he wants to. Job chapter 26. See, all the horrible things that are covered from our view can and will be uncovered by God who wants to guide me in you. All the horrible things that are covered from our view we'll be uncovered by God who wants to guide us that's me and you Job chapter 26 verse 6 he said here hell is naked before him and destruction have no covering hell is naked before him see all the horrible things that hell can bring to you and me Are many of them are covered in our view we don't even know it until it's up on top of me and you We don't even know it until we live in it. And then we ask the infamous question, how did I get here? I can tell you how you get here. You didn't see it coming. You didn't see it forming right before your very eyes. Because Satan had it hidden in darkness that you wasn't paying attention to. While you was looking at the shiny thing that he put in your view. But God can be like, (laughs) because every hidden thing is naked right there before God in his eyes. See, a person is naked when everything that hides and covers is removed. When everything that hides and covers is removed. You pull all that off, naked. Well, God says everything is naked in his view. Not that it's naked, but it's naked in his view. Which means even with the covers there, God can see straight through those covers as though it's naked. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? God sees right through everything that Satan sets up and establishes that hides and covers his true intentions to steal, to kill and destroy. He'll show you. He sees straight through it. I love a God to see straight through everything. We'll be like, no, no. "Mm -hmm." We'll be like this. God, come on. This is one of my friends. God say, that's what you looking at him covered. I'm looking at him naked. That ain't your friend. Hey man, we got a father that loves us. Yes. Anybody remember their parents telling them that somebody wasn't your friend? Yes. And what'd you do? Mm mm. You just trying to keep me from my best friend. Find out later, that low down dirty dog did what? <laughs> you could have avoided all of that if you had just listened to the counsel of your loving parent. Well, God said, You blew it that time. Come on, get it right this time. You blew it with your natural parents. Come on and listen to your spiritual parents. I see better than they do. Does that make sense to me up in here? Amen. We all talking about, man, if I could go back and do this again, you are back. Now, do it again. Now, do it right this time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every day is another opportunity to do it right this time. We blew it all the other times, but I'm going to get it right this time. Praise God. Otherwise, I'm going to keep taking that class over and over again until I finally get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's uh, who that's incentive. Praise has got no more pressure. God sees right through it, like it's not even there. See, nothing that could cause destruction in our lives escapes God's eyes. Nothing that could cause destruction in our lives escapes God's eyes. It's all uncovered in His view. It's sitting right there. He said, "I see. It. There it is, right there. It's just as obvious. There it is, butt naked, right in front of me. Here it is, right there. And it's going to destroy thee. That's why God will tell you what to do, share with you who to have around you." He'll talk to you about what you should and shouldn't do. Now, the question is, is, will you listen? Because he's sitting there looking at it the way it needs to be seen. And if we allow God to guide us and direct us, it'll be as though they were disclosed and uncovered to me and you too. If we allow God to guide us and direct us, then it'll be just like it was disclosed to you and me too. Now, it won't necessarily be disclosed to me and you, but it'll be just like it was disclosed to me and you. Why? Because we will make the right decisions. We will do the right things. We will think the right thoughts because we let God be able to direct us. That's because with God's guidance and direction, none of hell and none of the destruction will ever hurt me and you. That's saying planned to do to me and you. Satan had a plan. God got a plan for your life. Satan does too. God's plan is you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly, that you might fulfill everything that he put you on this earth to do, that you will bless all the people that he intended you to bless because he was such and such a blessing to you. That's what God's plan for you is. Satan's plan is the opposite because he's the antichrist. He come not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, not choose one. Which one would you like? No, I'm taking them all. I'm stealing and I'm killing and I'm destroying. That's one of the reasons why this is me. I'm just talking about me. I'm just talking about me. I I still think it's crazy that Christians still play with the devil. I really do. Like I got, saw this video that, I just saw this video the other day. This person was on, in a in a in one of them parks where they have wildlife. Uh oh, uh oh, well, come on. And they stopped to get out their car yes, to go to the other side. And then didn't run over to the other side and hurry them and jump in. Open the door and start talking to somebody. And out, out of the background came a, a, a tiger. Snatched them, pulled them in there. I guess they figured they'd deliver they delivered lunch. Praise God. They said somebody drove up and delivered me lunch. Praise God. And they snatched them and pulled them off. And everybody was like, oh, oh, that's horrible. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Right, right. <laughs> See, you could have drove through, enjoyed all the view, and nothing would ever happen to you. Why did you get out? Now, we'd be saying stuff like that with other people. Well, why are you still sitting right there in the devil's face? Why are you still playing with him when he come not before to steal, to kill, and destroy? they like, that lion, oh, that tiger, oh, oh, excuse me, that's what they do. And the devil destroys. Why are you still playing with him? You're still watching his movies. You're watching his videos. You're still laughing at his jokes. You're still watching his TV programs. Come on up here. You're still turning on his porno. You're still doing everything that he, does, that he tells you to do. And then when you get your butt ate up later on down the line. Hey, man, let's just move on. that got it, <laughs> We're like, Pastor, I don't understand. I clearly understand. Come, let me give you counsel. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter five. Here's one of the reasons why. (laughs) I tell you nothing else. I got job security. Praise God. Because P.T. Barnum said, there's a sucker born every minute. And you got more suckers up in the body of Christ than you can shake a stick at. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you. He ain't talking about you. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah chapter five. Be thinking, it ain't gonna hurt me. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) In Isaiah chapter 5. See, Satan planned all kinds of pain and destruction to happen to me and you. Pain and problems can be avoided by me and you, though. That's if we receive the guidance from God that's rightfully ours. If we receive the guidance from God that's rightfully ours, we will avoid the things that would have occurred to us because we were walking in darkness or living in darkness or conducting ourselves and making our decisions based upon darkness. i show you. Isaiah chapter five, verse 20. I love the Lord. He said in verse 20, woe unto them, that call evil good and good evil. Before I go any further, let me tell you what woe is. That word woe right there is a prolonged form of oh. It's a prolonged form of Oh. So, even when you look at it in the dictionary, the Hebrew dictionary, it's old with an, exc- an exclamation point coming behind it. All the other words that you see in the dictionary, they have no punctuation marks. When you get to this one, it's O with an exclamation point behind it. Like, th- this is the only way we can extend it and give you the understanding of what this is really means. This is like, oh! It's a prolonged form. Oh! <laughs> It's a prolonged form. Now, we laugh like, but we ain't in it. But the person that's in it, they ain't laughing. They're like, oh, oh no. Like the other person that was in the car with the person when the, lion, with the, when the tiger snatched them away. I can imagine they say, oh, no, no. Why? Because their loved one got snatched away by the, the lion who came not but for to devour to kill, to steal. He ain't come to play with him, pick up a plaything. Ooh, a toy. No, this wasn't no toy. This was lunch. A couple of weeks ago. In Disney Park. Just family. Just having a ball. Playing right at the shore. Lil, they little son playing at the shore. They just thinking this is just so wonderful. We're gonna get a chance to see the, the fireworks. And all of a sudden, a gator comes straight out the water, snatch up the child. And all of a sudden then the family is standing there. Oh, because they didn't see it was going to happen. Yeah. But they were in position for it to happen. Yeah. They didn't see that it was happening. Right, right, because right. the gator was watching them. Yeah. See, Pastor always talking about me listening to this news. It ain't about... Snatched. Gotcha. And then the family sits there and says, Oh, not my child, Lord. Why, my child, I serve you. I do what you tell me to do. No, you wasn't the one they snatched. They snatched the one that wasn't doing what he said to. Is anybody listening to me up in here? Well, that's all the that way have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that the things that God said in His Word that He has for you and me are true. Saints of God, God's Word is true. The things that He said in His Word that He made available to me and you really are made available for me and you. It's true. God's promises rightfully belong to me and you. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's Word is true and do what we need to do to make what God promised can happen in our lives to actually happen in our lives. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 9238. That's area code 210 785 9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sober. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the brothers in San Antonio to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the Sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my brothers, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed, and they will too. Make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. There's no substitute for being in church fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to be able to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says that God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he sow reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you sown. So, we thank God in advance all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a tremendous blessing that you've been to us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life changing words we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.